Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Hello and welcome to This Feels Terrible, the podcast. I am your host, Erin McGathy. I have just returned to Dublin, Ireland from Los Angeles, where I was for an entire month. I think it was about a month. It was about four weeks. It felt it felt like a very long time, though it was a very productive time. I recorded a ton of episodes for This Feels Terrible, and I did some showbiz stuff. I don't know why you would care about that. I also went to a wedding. Um, my friends, Amanda Lund and Matt Gorley, both previous guests on the podcast, got married in wine country. Uh, and it was very lovely. There were tears, dancing, food, fun. Amanda's uncle, who is a magician, did some tricks that involved fire that made me really nervous. Uh, it was perfect. It was a great, great time. And my time in LA overall was really good. I know there was an unexpected break in episodes, and I'm sorry about that. But the good news is that I recorded a ton of episodes. Uh, I talked to a bunch of comedians that you love. And I also interviewed my actual wedding planner, who went through a divorce right after my wedding. And we talked about what it's like being a wedding planner, going through a divorce. We also talked a bit about my wedding, whether or not she could tell it was going to last. Uh, that's coming in the upcoming weeks. Uh, new weeks, new weeks, new episodes. Uh, they're coming your way. Hooray, released weekly. Great news. Great news if you like this podcast. Um, and in different news if you don't. Uh, but we're going to start the new episode run with my dear friend, Jonah Ray. You know him from the Mystery Science Theater 3000 reboot on Netflix, as well as Nerd Melt on Comedy Central, the, Nerd Mo- the Nerdist podcast, Jonah Radio, Hidden America on CISO, and a previous live episode of this podcast where he witnessed me having a complete uh, fan stroke, I want to call it, with Rachel Lee Cook. You can find that in the live episodes. It is something to behold. Uh, on this episode, however, we talked about being awkward teens and how we both mistrusted people when they were attracted to us as adu- as adults because of that reason. We talked about dating people who are messes and being messes ourselves. And um, the moment involving a bathtub and a broken arm that made Jonah realize he wanted to marry his then girlfriend, now wife. I loved having this conversation with Jonah and I hope you enjoy hearing it. Here is my chat with Jonah Ray. Right, are you are you ill? No, just tis the season. Ah, oh, because the allergies. Yeah. <laughs> allergies is weird. Uh, I always forget I have them. So yeah. I, I, when it comes time to having them, I, I just kind of go, oh, no, I'm getting sick. <laughs> it's almost like when uh, when uh, you know, my wife is, uh, uh, when it's her, her time of the month. I, start I was to about go, to say. Yeah, I kind of go, oh, my God, I'm a terrible husband. <laughs> and then I realize, oh, it's it's okay. It's just, it's just that time. 
Oh, I, I was going to say, like, I had uh, that same relationship with my period where once a month I'm like, why am I crying at everything? Why am I upset? Why? What is this pain? Oh, oh. Yeah. It's the curse of Eve. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one less rib, so. <laughs> uh, how are you? I think we'll just start organically. You want to do it that way? Yeah, sure. I'm fine with that. I'm... We could talk about your terrible story. Well, we don't have at to. At some point. Um, we you know, we could do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I feel it's a. Uh, I'm. I'm still adjusting. Like right now, I can't see too well because of the oh. the, the LASIK. So. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just heard that you got LASIK. Yeah. So yeah. the dark, the dark isn't as good. I can't mm. see as well in the dark, and lights have a huge halo on them, so they're a bit distracting. What prompted the wanting to get the LASIK, or is that something that you've always wanted? Um, I've always thought about it, but I, you know, dismissed it for a long time because I, you know, uh, when you're getting into show business and you, and you're just a, you're, you know, you're, I, I'm a plain white guy. Uh, <laughs> I got height, that, you, you know, uh, that's about it. I'm just, mm. you know, a, a white guy. So having glasses, I always kind of. Yeah, like yeah. it set me apart, mm. uh, and then had, I've had them since the fourth grade. So it was kind of have a whole personality developed around having glasses. Yeah, yeah. Guy with the glasses, tall guy with glasses. It's like if you were to <laughs> really just surface level me, go, yeah. tall guy with glasses. I just I just realized like I've made your glasses out of sugar several times because I've baked your image like into that's cakes. Right. That's right. <laughs> I was sitting here. I was like, why have I stared? Like, why do I intimately know the shape of Jonah's glasses? It's because of like Google. Okay. Oh, they go like this. This is how. That's right. Yeah. It's funny because uh, yeah, Kumail, who you've also had to make out of uh, yeah, sugar. Yeah, several times. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's probably weird. He's weirded out more by me not having glasses than anyone. Oh. He's, he's like, what, what am I going to do? Not wear t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it's It is weird because it's like, it's it's an identity thing and yeah when i was uh when i was doing a pilot for comedy central called jonah's arcade mm. uh it was one of my first it was like my first solo kind of venture uh and on a bigger scale uh and it was for comedy central and you know their whole thing was that they wanted they said okay well you can wear glasses but you can't wear those kinds of glasses really? uh, and they, they didn't want they said my glasses were too stylish <laughs> And I, and I said, yeah, but the, what's wrong with that? I'm the host of a show. And they're like, well, you got to be the coolest guy in Omaha, not the coolest guy in Silver Lake. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I got like a more subdued version of my and glasses. And that made it a hit show. And as we all know, we love Jonas Arcade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was that. And then they asked me to, uh, they asked me to, you know, not wear like a plaid shirt. And I'm just like, I was like, but I, that's all I, that's all I own are plaid yeah, shirts. Yeah. And then they're like, no, just something a little more subdued and cut your hair. And then we wanted me to shave. Uh, and it's it was such an odd thing to uh, break away all these superficial ideas that I had about myself and the way I yeah, look, yeah. and it was an identity crisis, pretty much. Sure. Well, those things make you comfortable. My my version of that is like is black tights. Like I love wearing black tights. They it is a superficial thing, but it makes me feel like. I'm myself. And when I've been shooting things or like any, anything where I'm not wearing the tights, it does change the way that I move and feel. And yeah. yeah, it's uh, it also weird because that show, it was called Jonah's Arcade. And they're like, mm, so like, we don't really like you, but we would like what, what you could be. Yeah. And, yeah. My response yeah. was like, uh, I was like, who am I then? Was my, <laughs> like, my response to it. It was in it. And it felt silly. It felt yeah, silly yeah. to be defending something as superficial as clothes. Um, you know, so. Yeah. 
But now I want to, you know, I'm I'm older now than I was then, and that's how time works. Slow down. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but I, 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 I you know, I, I don't want to, and the, the more like it's like I've gotten more acting parts, and sometimes I, I'm not playing like schlubby record store nerd all the time. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was in a horror movie last year that was like set in uh, just in like you know like the opening scene, and it was set in the uh, early '60s. And the guy didn't want me wearing glasses, and, oh. and was like wearing completely different kinds of clothes. Yeah. And and then they had did, uh, what, the, what horror movie? I can't say. Oh, yeah, it come, exciting! Yeah, it's a, it comes out. It's you know an extension of a franchise. Uh, and, Ooh. But it's it's fun. It was like you know real fun, cool, low budget horror yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I get killed in it, which is great. Oh, that's awesome! Dream come true. Yeah. Um, but it was. <laughs> uh, but they ha- they had me running around like the brush uh, at night. It was a night right, shoot, right. and then I didn't have my glasses. I'm running around and. <laughs> And like they yell cut, and I stop and I put my glasses on, and I realize if they had called cut just you know a second later, I would have ran right my face first into a bunch of broken like jagged branches, Jeez, yeah. and right into my face. I wouldn't have seen it. And then you would have been one of those stories, like, yeah, fatality on set. Yeah, I'm would've... sure you would have been like you'd been immediately stabbed. Yeah, all over. <laughs> no, I would have been stabbed, and, and I, I could have you know it would have been you know like the uh, Twilight Zone movie. But like way less worse, with like fewer kids dying, fewer people. Oh at all yeah, jeez. How um, I was about to bring up something very morbid. I found out. Uh, I'll tell. I'll tell you after. It's like too too dark and awful. Um, but uh, how did you find like emotionally shooting a horror movie? Because I always assumed that it must be like the most emotionally exhausting thing that you could ever do. And I'm just curious, like how the actors kind of, I don't know what what that what the mood is like on set. It was Between fun. Takes and stuff. It was fun. Um, the, when the villains around, the director requested everyone kind of keep it serious. Oh. Uh, I think that was more for the actor just to kind of. But um, you know, it's 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 yeah. It like <laughs> one of my favorite things is like you know low budget horror movies and you know watching my favorite movies Ed Wood and I love the fact that it's just all these people making these movies and it yeah, really yeah. felt like that like everyone was goofing off. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was I was sitting on a cooler getting my makeup done. Uh, you know, it was real low budget, real, uh, real fun. Uh, and, but it was, it was once the chase started, it was tough. Cause you're, you know, every take you're like hyperventilating because you're in the middle of running. Yeah. yeah. So you have to like hyperventilate and, you know, and be shocked. And it was, uh, it was a little crazier than I thought it would be. Yeah. And exhausting really. Yeah. And when you were, when you were doing those chase shots, were you trying to actually like, what was your headspace? Were you trying to? Uh, I guess what is acting? acting. <laughs> uh, I was playing. You know, I, I guess I was just trying to play as if uh, I didn't want to go too much into my. You know, from doing comedy so much, you know, you end up doing like parody versions of mm. what you've seen. It's like it's like oh, this is a, the comedy version <laughs> of a drama. It's like I've got to tell you something. I love you. It's like and it's, that's not that doesn't sound real. It sounds like like funny in the context of a sketch. Yeah, yeah. But then when it, it was like the first time I was like, oh, I actually have to like I can't comedy act. And then and that's the, my favorite kind of comedy performance is someone taking it completely seriously. Totally. Yeah. So I've always tried to do that, but it was it was weird. Like I thought about you know I I thought about every moment where I thought someone was in a room or or, mm. or when you take a turn and you uh you see something you weren't expecting or somebody you know you jumps out and scares you i tried to think of that that tiny moment right. like in like stretch it out over a long period of time of like running around gotcha. so that that you know hairs on the back of your head that like you know your your chest like kind of caving in from fear 
you know, wanting to take a shit real bad. That's the kind of stuff I was thinking about. <laughs> I to take a shit yeah. real bad. I, I, once, I once tried to get into running, and the only way I could make myself run was, like, by thinking that someone was chasing me. And it was just too emotionally exhausting. Oh. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And your and neck then, would hurt after a while because you're always turning around while running, you know? <laughs> yeah, just, like, yeah. hysterical. And one you have life. to get really into it and tell other people, like, there's a man, he's chasing me. <laughs> and then people would call the cops. Like, no, yeah, it's... someone was arrested. It was a, oh, it was a whole thing. Yeah. That's why I don't exercise. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it's a big mess. Yeah. Um, so when, it, when you were to get into like you, you and and love, and uh, when you were when you were a teenager, growing up in Hawaii, like what was your what was your relationship with with girls and dating, or what what are your like early memories of it was that not, sort of thing? It was non-existent. Uh, I got, I got real, um, I was, a, I was a skinny little kid and then I got real tall and real fat and, uh, I was very much different. I love your throwback Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. You've seen, mm-hmm. um, I didn't, you know, so it was like a twofold thing that I didn't feel like I belonged mm. or had, um, much in common with anybody. Uh, you know, I, my, all my family that lived in Hawaii, my, on my dad's side, you know, they were all, they were all local, you know, they were brown and I was white. So I already, I already felt out of place mm. within family functions and then to go to school and then also be like taller than everybody and bigger than everybody, glasses and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it, like, I never felt that I had a chance with any girls. So I would have a, a lot of unrequited crushes, uh, and it would build up and just, depress me because like I wouldn't even bother asking because I knew I knew the score I knew I know right. I, I know how especially high school works it's uh you know uh you know no uh no girl would ever really like it's like but he has a good personality that's not the time for anybody <laughs> to be doing that and that's what you hope as a you know like a kid you know right. uh you, you know you, in your head too you're constantly thinking about girls don't make passes at boys who wear glasses mm. you know uh <laughs> and, and and, and so I would have, you know, gal pals that I probably had huge crushes on. And, sure. and, and that kind of continued on for a long time. And, uh, and I understand the, like that you can, a lot of guys use that as ammo when they get older to treat women a little poorly, mm. which is like these, this, uh, this reservoir of, uh, you know, dismissal and anger. Right. And yeah. then, and then they go, well, now it's my time to do that and that's uh mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i felt did you ever have that time i, I tried i tried not to i noticed it pop out uh, when i lost a lot of my weight and moved out here and girls like talked to me and kind of paid attention to me mm-hmm. um it's like i found myself like dismissing it and being <laughs> uh aloof about it mm-hmm. and kind of shitty to them uh, only because it's like I didn't respect the fact that they liked me. It's like it was a real yeah. "Where have you been?" <laughs> like you know, I've been I've been dying out here, and like now you're around, and yeah, and it was it was it was tough. But it's like, but I still manifested the and and perpetuated the same idea of how I felt in high school. I ca- I held on to that. So even if a girl you know did like me, uh, like I would just say no, you you don't. And then right. if and then if I liked a girl, it was I would always find a girl that didn't want to like me in that way. Right, because and, you didn't, because you didn't uh, think that they were worth that, that whole like I don't want to be part of a club that would have me as a member yeah, type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I would always find a way. And I, I realize now it was it was just a, a lot of 
most likely like anxiety and and mm. uh, versions of like depression of uh, also like self-fulfilling prophecy of like keeping myself in this spot of anguish and thinking that that would help me creatively i think is another big thing <laughs> oh, really? yeah okay. you know when i started doing stand up like like a lot of it was about you know like uh, oh, i can't get girls and like uh, i'm right, like right. i'm a weird looking guy i have to jerk off all the time you know i was, I was 20 <laughs> years old you know doing stand up yeah, and yeah. U- utilizing a lot of that frustration uh, for that stuff and I always found myself more creative. If I liked a girl and I had a crush on a girl, mm-hmm. uh, my mind would explode with songs and <laughs> and sketches, and it would just yeah. yeah, it would. And I think I tried to keep myself in that state longer than I should have. Gotcha. Did you did you like date anybody for a longer period of time, or was it? Well, one, uh, one like a, a, you know, would see, I would hook up with people, I would see girls, uh, you know. And then, like, I could, I can, you know, I, I, I would have long-term <laughs> crushes right, yeah. for, uh, you know, long periods of time. But um, the first time I got into, like, a long-term relationship was 2007, 6, 7, 8, around there uh, with this, this girl that, like, I just, like, you know, like, fell in love with. And then, mm-hmm. like, she liked me. And I was just like, but then it, w- it was, like, sticky at first. So it's like I was able to yeah. respect it. Like, cause she, like she uh, went on a date with me. And then, like, she, like, dated someone else and then, like, came mm. back and then uh, – and it, that oh, tricked right, me into yeah, yeah, yeah. being, like – it's like, oh, it, this is, like, a girl that wants me, but also I have to fight for it. Mm. And that ended up being, like, a terrible thing uh, <laughs> because it's like, we, you know, we ended up moving into each other and she would say, I don't know if this is working. And I would say, well, you're wrong. Yeah. This is just what a relationship is. It's yeah, me. You have to fight for it. Yeah, you have to fight for it. I have yeah. to constantly imp- constantly impress you. <laughs> I have to, uh, you know, and it's like I, I, I looking back, I feel so terrible because, you know, because I'm not a I'm not a bad guy. And so oh, yeah. I'm, it must have been pretty hard for her to come to terms <laughs> with just like, you know, it's this like puppy dog. It's like, I don't think we should be together. Well, I, I, you know, I respect that opinion, but I think you're wrong. Anyway, I'm going to go to bed because stress makes me sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely experienced that a lot in my early 20s on both sides. Just like, oh, oh, no, no, we're not breaking up. Nope. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll continue on or yeah, just being talked and talked back into. I was in a relationship where like there was there was a breakup. Like we decided to break up. We had a long conversation about it. And then the next day he brought home we were living together, the next day he brought home a kitten and we just stayed together for another six months. Wow. Like, just stop talking about I remember yeah. it was a it was a cat that broke up. Uh it was, oh. it was the final um that my uh my girlfriend was talking about a, uh, the neighbors who would always let their cat out and she never really liked cats but she was crying about the fact that they kept on letting this cat out gotcha and she's like it's gonna get hit by a car and she was just crying i was like uh. hey what's wrong <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're using this as an outlet for something else and yeah and then finally it's like i, I don't know why i finally listened to it but she just like i don't think we should be together and i was just like all right. Uh, and then it just destroyed me. And, it, and you know, it's like, and I, I had like a lot of those. There was a lot of, I had so many close calls. Like there was a girl I had a massive crush on in high school. Um, and, you know, we went to the prom together as buds because right, her, yeah. her boyfriend couldn't go. But during that time, <laughs> she, her and her boyfriend wow. broke up and like we started getting yeah. along. And then, uh, you know, I, it just you know, was, she would do cute stuff for me. I would like make a song for her. Right? And, Were you guys uh, like kissing? No, no, yeah. nothing, nothing physical at all. Just like real. And then she just started seeing some other guy. Ouch. And uh, and I was just like, what is? It felt like she liked me. I don't. But, but of course, yeah. I'm, uh, but but of course she doesn't. Of course this would happen. Yeah. Maybe I should have made a move. Or maybe I should have said something. And then 
I'm I'm about to leave. It's like we'd graduated high school, and I was about to leave uh, for a, a tour with my band in California. So I was leaving for you know, months, and my phone rings at the apartment I'm living at, and uh, <clears throat> and it's like her phone had butt dialed my phone, mm. and her phone is on, and she's with the guy. Like yeah. that she's like been hanging out with, oh. and she's just talking about like how much she loves him. <laughs> uh, and then it's too bad it wasn't even like them at McDonald's or anything. It was no, like them in the middle of it. <laughs> they were in a car, and and I'm just like I can't believe I'm hearing like it's like yeah, it's something yeah. of a movie. Yeah, and he the guy goes, "What about what about that Jonah guy?" She's like, "He's just my friend." Oh my god! And then I, I and then I can hear him start to like make out, and then I like hang up the phone. And then, like, I uh, immediately pick up your guitar. No, no, no. <laughs> and when I'm sad, I don't. I, I'm, I'm terribly. I'm not mm. good. At, it's like it's that. It's the anticipation of maybe something in the future, which right, makes right, me very right. creative. But it's. Uh, and then <laughs> I call back and I leave a message on her phone. Uh, Hi. It's like real, like the proclamation of like it's like it's like you. We it's like we clearly get along. We like to have this. We have the same interests and this and that. Yeah. And like you just like don't even notice it. And it's like it's ridiculous and blah 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 blah. Like and as like, soon as you get done having sex with him, I'll yeah. be here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have one last yeah. chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then she uh, and then like she calls me. She's like, hey, did my phone like call your phone? I go, did you listen to your answer your uh, voicemail? And she's yeah. like, no. I was like, oh, you should do that. And I hung up. Uh, so the next day, I'm about to get on the plane. She gets to the airport and she's like, hands me a letter. She's like, read this on the plane. And I pull, like, I get on the plane and I open it up and it's a, uh, it's a letter and um, pages from her journal from like a few months before. Hmm. And um, the the journal entries torn out of her, uh, you know, journal is like talking about how much she likes me but she does she's not sure if it'll work and it's like the closest friendship she ever had and like right. and she's like huh. uh and she's like or am I sucking myself out of like the best guy I've ever met in my life all this stuff yeah, yeah. and you know and then like the letter to um, go along with it was just like and I was just crying the entire time on a plane also it's like planes are easy to cry on <laughs> <laughs> um so she's like she's like she's it was this thing where I'm like, well, no, she never really liked me. And then it was just this like pr- hard proof that she yeah. really did like me, but it was almost like the window was gone. Yeah. And she got over it. And yeah. it was, uh, and that, that, huh. that was like real, real fucking like just like t- tinged that whole tour. It's all I could think about. Of course. And yeah. it, but it did make me reassess. I go, maybe I should, when I'm feeling something, maybe I should bring it up. Maybe, right. you know, maybe I, I shouldn't be so scared of my own impulses and feelings and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a funny thing, like hearing um, men especially talk about like, I mean, the friend zone is, is a complete myth. It's such a, a, a stupid concept. But uh, the it defined my life. But please. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, like if you establish if you establish friendship, trust, like if you if you make it seem like you are not interested and I guess I'm defining friend zone right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you, well, yeah. It's, but it's not something where you're, but but also if you're not attracted to somebody. You can't help it. Yeah. But it's, it's for guys, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit here and say it's, it's tough for guys. <laughs> um, but for guys who are a bit self-aware and aware of, and I don't want to use the term woke, but if they, if they understand people a little mm-hmm. more than, you know, your, your average bro, um, they 
they don't want to be that that cliche. They, right. You know, they don't yeah. want to be the the guy that um it's like it's like it's like oh all I want is sex. That's all I want from you, you know. It's just <laughs> uh it's it's the yeah. uh, it's they're so afraid of being like a typical guy um that they end up being weirder for trying not to. Right. You know, and that yeah, that's yeah. like the the angry nerd or like the guys that are yeah. like shitting to women. It's um or that are awkward around girls. It's it's a lot of it is because like they're afraid of coming off like you know misogynistic, and they're so scared that it makes them act even weirder around women. Yeah, and it's it's and like so the friend zone thing is like like I'm sure every guy wants to be with this girl, and I'm not going to be that <laughs> typical guy. I, I can be I could be the guy that's just friends with girls, and then like uh, you start to become friends, you're like, oh god, she's so cool, she's so cool, she's so pretty, and we get along. Why wouldn't we get together? And then the girl was like, "Wait, so you just you don't want to be my friend unless uh, like we were having sex?" Like, no, but uh, like yeah, yes, yeah. but no. It's I like put in all this time. Yeah, I'm sure you've had that situation like mm-hmm. so many times because like you're you're very affable and you're very kind of. Um, oh, thanks. I want to say like you're like you're androgynous in your uh, uh, in your love of like people and yeah, talking yeah, with people yeah. and like and you're easy like and quick to get along with. Like when we met, like we were like talking like just immediately mm. and. Uh, and it's like I'm sure for for like a girl, it's like you know it gets tricky that way, mm-hmm. where it's like a guy is like, wow, she's nice to me, she probably likes me, <laughs> and you know because it's it's hard yeah. for them to separate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a, that's a good way to put that. Also, like I just I just thought that I wonder if because our so much of our culture and it's it's getting better and better, but especially like when we were growing up, uh, so much of our culture is through the perspective of a man mm-hmm. and so all of the all of the things that I really liked growing up just naturally were like kind of like Woody Allen and like all these like male things and it made me want to I was interested in those things and a lot of the I was interested in talking to guys about those things and being around men because I was like oh I love men because I love comedy and I love all of these things yeah and then when when we would have the situation where like just really untimely like can I kiss you? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I thought we were, I thought we were buddies, and then it's like, well, what am I even doing spending time with you? And I was like, yeah. well, I am I just relegated to talking about dresses and makeup, or like, who, how do I? I yeah. don't know how to navigate this, and I want to be friends with you, and I should be able to. We should be able to be friends without it being a thing. Yeah. Well, you know, movies, same those same movies that you know we both grew up on. It, it does a different thing to guys where they're told if they just keep on trying. Yeah. You know, it'll work out. The, you know, the, yeah. the, 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 you know, the boombox over the head, the, mm-hmm. uh, that thing. And when Harry met says, like, I asked her out on a date and every day, you know, and then she always said no until one day I broke down her spirits. And the only syllables. She was afraid of not enough. To... Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And, you know, the guys are thinking it's all about winning it over. And it's, uh, and there's a lot of guys who say that, that, oh, I never played sports. So I was never competitive. But there is, an, like, mm-hmm. you know, to be a guy, there's a lot of that competitiveness instilled in you. And it's just like, it's like, well, I want, uh, I want attain this. Yeah. And, yeah. The same thing that, that makes it so men are more interested when, or tend to be more interested when it's harder to mm-hmm. get somebody. There's yeah. a, there's a great line in, um, 40 Year Old Virgin where, uh, Steve Carell's character says, I respect women too much. And that's like yeah. a, that's a huge thing of like it, and it that's an an, an adverse side of like you know it's yeah. it's a yeah. different sort of sexism where it's like it's yeah. like you're too precious, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, that's totally a thing. Well, and then like with the whole wearing somebody down thing, there is like it's almost every relationship I've been in has been with somebody who has like in the most simple, simply put way has quote unquote worn me down. Yeah. But in all those situations, it's been somebody who like was okay with us just being friends, was like up top, like, look, I just want you to know I'm interested in you. I still want to be your friend, but there is this part of it. Yeah. So, and then like, I mean, Dan, who I was married to, that was the situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he was very frustrated. And then I just, I started like falling for him, you know. Just from like the time spent. Yeah, literally, this is this is embarrassing. I said this before, but like I kissed him when he told me that he thought I was funnier than him, <laughs> which is so embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, oh, like yeah. literally, just like I can remember how it felt, just like, oh my god, amazing! What yeah, is, how romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that stuff is. It's tricky, and I, I, you know, I've, I've tried to do that myself. Where I go, you know, hey, I, I could be friends. You know, yeah, showing myself, yeah. I'm showing myself, and then like, you know, we <laughs> you hang just gotta out. Be honest about whether or not that's true. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I, I never was. I would just get in my car and go, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" You know, <laughs> and like, I would just. I remember one time, the very, really vivid memory I have of like, I kind of had, a, I was hanging out with this girl. Uh, and I had a crush on her, but we were just friends because it was clear it was just buddies. Mm. And I still had the low self-esteem to think. I was like, oh, she would never want a guy like me. Yeah. And I would have fun. We'd have a blast. And then like, I'd get in my car to go home. And I I remember just like driving my car. It was my like Volkswagen, but very vivid memory. Le- leaving, it was like probably the, in 2001, I'm leaving All-Star Lanes yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, in Eagle Rock. And I'm on in my bug. On the 110 going through the tunnels going, what's wrong with another friend? There's nothing wrong with another friend. You're okay. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's got to be painful. I wonder if, <laughs> like, because, me, you know, like, there are, like, I haven't really experienced that with a man where I've had a crush on a man. And then he's been like, you know what? But I really just want to be friends. Like, a man will, a man will be like, all right, cool. Let's have sex. But yeah. in the back of his head, we'll be like, "This will be nothing." And yeah. then that's that's our torture. Like, but you had sex with me, like, and I I don't understand, like, why why aren't you calling me? Because you were able to put your penis inside of yeah, me. Like, why yeah. are we not? Whereas, like, you know, for women, it's a different thing. I also had I had the same thing when I was like first dating or like out of college because I was like it was. It was Really like a, like a fat high schooler, and then I went to college in San Francisco and lost a bunch of weight, and because uh, my roommate was vegan. Oh wow! Yeah, and I was just eating peanut butter because I thought she was cool, and I was just <laughs> doing what she did, and I dropped a bunch of weight, and then I, like men were interested in me. Not that men are not interested in fat kids, but yeah. if in fat that children. Sounded, that sounded so weird. <laughs> they're also witches. Yeah, well, what's your thing? I love fat kids. <laughs> nice and plump. Just fit right in the oven. <laughs> oh, but uh, God, the number, thinking back to like uh, the the number of times, just thinking about like adults that would say to me when I was a kid, like, "Oh, you have such a pretty face. Like, you really need to just just go for a run, just like lose this yeah. way." I remember, yeah, people because of my size, people was like, "If you just worked out, yeah, if you just yeah. worked out, you'd be such a huge, like awesome, like you'd be so muscular." Just because I was a big guy, I'm, I have a big frame, and like, yeah, even, like yeah, it's yeah. you know they would just and say, I'm tall. It's kind of like a similar thing. Like yeah. you would be a supermodel if you just yeah. You know, I, st- I still struggle with that. It's like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, 
uh, you know, uh, with the second season of Hit America out, a lot of people was like, what's the big difference between season one and two? I said, eh, about 30 pounds. Just <laughs> 30 more pounds of funny. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's. You it's wear, wear it well. I wear and other it well. patronizing yeah. <laughs> things I can say to you. Yeah, but it's like it's like, but you're big, so it's fine. That's what I get a lot. It's like I have a little yeah. extra weight. They're like, yeah, but you're big, so it's fine. I mean, it is true. Like your your feelings are valid, but I yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I personally, yeah, I think thought it, it was funny. Fine. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's like being a former uh, faculty. You know, it's like it's a, yeah, yeah. you still you still see it. Yeah, still look in the mirror. So there's um, I don't I don't want to say it's a perfect movie, and I don't recommend <laughs> it. But the movie uh, Central Intelligence with The Rock and uh, and, and <laughs> I Kevin Hart have seen that. I watched that on the plane. I watched it on a plane too. Yeah, and I had to pause it with how hard I started to cry when Jason Bateman's character is making fun of The Rock. Yeah, and then, and then it's like you know Kevin Hart's going get him, get him, bunch of it, you, you you're so big. And then like he looks in the <laughs> reflection and he sees his high school self all fat and yeah, awkward. Yeah, yeah, I started bawling. I was crying <laughs> so hard. And if someone saw what was happening, that I'm crying at a Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson movie. Yeah, but you're on the plane. And I'm I mean, on the plane so and I cry. cry on the plane. Yeah. Uh, oh, but I was going to say, yeah, when I, when I lost weight and like men started um, like flirting with me and were interested in me, my first reaction was like, they're making fun of me. Like, this is going to be Carrie. Like... Yeah. Carrie syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Where's the pig's I, blood? When, when's it going to drop? Yeah, yeah. Because I had, that, like, that happened to me so many times when I was in middle school. Like, such, just such typical moment. The whole, like, oh, my friend wants to dance with you and all of that. Mm. All of that garbage that uh, young men think is so funny. Yeah. Um, and it's it just so uh, cruel. Um, yeah, so when men started, th- th- there was that. And then also, like, when I, if I was past that, it was just, like, a guy who liked me. I immediately was like, oh, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to like that person. Yeah. Like, how, like, why would they like me? There must be something really wrong with them. Like, yeah. I remember feeling almost, like, disgusted a little bit. Yeah. I had to get past that. It's like the real, like, oh, like what, what's wrong with you? What do you know? Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. Oh, if you knew if you knew what you know, or it's you know another hard thing to do is not to look at their like who they've dated, and it's right. uh, it's go oh, like yeah. it's like nah, I, I'll never believe her when she says I'm handsome because. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, every every guy I've ever been in a serious relationship has like w- like t- like one hundred percent dated somebody hotter than me after. Which makes me think that I have a great personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, there was doing something great. There was one time, uh, I think we, we were already married, I believe, uh, me and Deanna, but like, it's like she had met yet another one of uh, my old friends that was just a girl <laughs> that I was, yeah. Right, right. But it's, uh, she, she was, uh, and it was, uh, it was this girl, um, Malia, who was, she played in Dumb Dumb Girls, and we were at a festival, and so we saw them. So she got off stage, oh, she was like, hey, and then, and, you know, like, Malia's a very, like, you know, like, skinny, sultry, you mm. know, band girl. And then, uh, and, and the end, she's like, are all your gal pals, like, <laughs> models? And I was like, ah, I don't know. And I was just, I, like, I, I felt weird, but I was like, when we were friends, she was a little chunky. <laughs> like, it was just, I had to, like, save it somehow. Oh, yeah, it, it is not, like, I, my, my boyfriend now has, has a lot of, female friends and like a lot of past female friends and I I, I love it I think it's, it's such a do nice you just thing. assume that he's slept with them though uh I I don't 
But I think I think I've matured because I actually like I don't think about it. We don't care, and that should yeah, be. Yeah, maybe I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it's uh, you know, there's like I just every time like Deanna says like yeah, and I took a road trip with uh my friend. Uh, this guy, you know, for, yeah, you know, yeah. just like, I guess, like, yeah, I guess I do. Like, so, like, depending on the story, like, like I'll maybe assume, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got him now. Yeah, and they all, they, they, they brought him like, like torches, <laughs> 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 like, like the little torches at Halloween that lead you to the door with the candy. They led him to me. Yeah, that old. That I mean, thing. that is a huge thing. It's uh, you know. When when you realize that all all these things that felt like massive fuck ups in your life or mm. you know bad decisions and you just kind of go oh it's it all it all helped yeah like terrible yeah. things help you so much yeah and like it's you know to every time it you know someone something so easy for somebody I kind of go oh man you need to mess up some <laughs> wait in which way just like just anything, anything. like yeah, make a yeah. bad decision fuck something up like you yeah, learn yeah. learn from mistakes I had a friend because those people are also terrified of mistakes yeah. they don't know how it feels and i yeah. think it'll, it'll it'll constrict them in their decisions you know mm-hmm. um i had a friend who kind of he and in the industry like like everything kind of worked out for him really fast and mm-hmm. then like but like every he got a show and then it never went to air then he got a show and they made a few episodes and they never aired it right and it's like he's always <laughs> has these dealing he's got a ton of money yeah but like it's um he's at a point now where he's just like like <laughs> like i I'm so terrified. I'm so constricted, and like it's like he he never he never had things fall through, but everything kind mm-hmm. of fell through. So it was this difference of like success, and yeah. and it's uh and it's it's hard for him to try and keep on going because yeah. he, he he everything that's happened to him like wasn't really his fault. So it's like it's a weird way of you know it's like just fuck up, man. Make up make something that's like a huge disaster. Yeah, like Jonah's arcade. <laughs> Was it was it a huge disaster? Well, like, it didn't get picked show? up, and it wasn't very good. It was terrible. Right, right, right. Yeah, was, you know, we had a pretty okay show for what they wanted. We were making something they wanted, and then uh, they said, make it as deep inside games as you can. So, mm. you know, I hired Paul Bonanno from G4 and Kumail Nanjiani and, you know, and these guys, Boyd and Brad, and, and and we made this, like, real cool inside baseball kind of show about video games. And yeah. then, like, a week before, they're like, make it so a housewife can enjoy it. Uh. <laughs> and then we're like, and so we had, like, I remember we even have a joke about, like, Yoshi. And they're like, don't, you can't. No one knows who Yoshi is. What? Like, All right. Well, and then That's so the it was just, just it just was so bland and boring. And, and yeah. it made me realize I just, I don't want to host things for real. Yeah. 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 Um, I love... I mean, I told you this the other night, but it wasn't recorded. I love, I love, love, love Hidden America so much. It's oh, so, so funny. It's such a, it, it feels, it feels very, very you. Thank you. Um, re-failure and stuff. How, like, what is your relationship with failure now? And like when you're approaching projects and, I don't know. The fear is still there. If I sit on something too long, I'll negate it enough for myself to, mm. you know, not do it. Uh, I mean, there was even when I was pitching out uh, Hidden America, uh, there was like a time in the middle where I was just like, you know what? It's not that good. <laughs> uh, I got bored by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just, I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like a, I'm, I'm trying to be quicker about the, the way I go about creating stuff because I don't want to get bored by it and dismiss right. it myself. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's scary now because it's like I have other things I want to make and I'm so afraid of people kind of you know, uh, compartmentalizing me into a certain 
uh, aspect that I might not necessarily want to be in, you know? Which, like... Well, it's like nerd, it's nerd stuff, nerd or? stuff, or, you know, it's, it's tricky. Cause like, you know, with mystery science theater, I'm making fun of other people's movies. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then doing these, you know, these sketches in between that are big, big and fun and silly and broad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's like, you know, and then with in America, it's, it's all parody. Mm. Uh, and it's just, so I'm like, so the fear is starting to set in. It's like, Oh, what if, what if like, uh, what if I can't make a, like a narrative, like a true narrative thing? You know, a thing telling right, stories right. and characters and acting in it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's like that fear is starting to get because I've had this healthy, ironic detachment because of comedy and parody. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, to sincerely go in and try and tell a story and be in the story. It, that's the that's the thing I'm, I'm worried about fucking up. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like you're 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 doing so well. And it's so funny, like no matter where. You are like you have two huge shows on. Yeah, one like, huge show. Right, they're both ho- web shows. If we're being completely honest. Yeah, but everything's <laughs> a, a web show. I mean, I mean, I mean, huge in the like they're they're both great and um, like in line with what you want to be doing. Uh, right, I t- I totally understand what you're saying, but it's interesting to hear is like. I don't know because I, I like I felt like a little paralyzed last few years, and also like being in a relationship with someone who was so successful. I was like, I don't know if I can do it. And nothing I do matters. Like, what yeah. am I? What am I going to want to do? Which is which was a stupid box to put myself in. Well, you could also relish in it. It's um, if nothing matters, then who cares? Then right? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, that is that is that is very true. Yeah, because none of it really matters. It can matter right, right. for a moment, and in, 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 you know. And then I don't mean to dismiss that because, you know, uh, the show Mr. Science Theater meant the world to me. It means a lot to me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be in it, it means even more now. And it's, and it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, <clears throat> but we can't be so I think like when creating stuff like you can't you can't be so precious that you got like it's like, what does it mean? And you, yeah, you want yeah. you want to have a little bit of it. But I think that'll naturally come out the meaning of it. Sure, and sometimes yeah. it's not even your call. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the the drive to create, and because that's a fun way to make a living. Yeah, it's a it's a really fun, fulfilling way to make a living. Absolutely. So so back to dating and uh, mistakes and and uh, your relationship with women. Was there like a because you're from from my outside perspective, you're in a super healthy, great relationship yeah. now with like a wonderful person. You guys are clearly partners. Um, was there like a big shift for you where you started seeing women's <laughs> brains as being more similar to man's men's brains or hmm I don't that's know a, that's a, it was a very weird way to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to ask that but like like uh, I, it seems like a lot of, a lot of my friends and a lot of people are like our age now like there was a moment where they snapped out of like men, men especially, and women as well. Like, it's like snap out of like the us versus them mentality. Oh yeah, yeah, no, uh, for sure. When we, when Deanna and I started dating, it was, um, it was one of those things where it's like, it was, it was so comfortable and easy right mm-hmm. off the bat that I second guessed it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and because you're just, so used to like the so extreme to the highs fight. and lows. Yeah, yeah. And the fights. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I was like, I was like, mm, I don't know. This seems weird. And then like, and then I started getting scared. I was like, Am I? Am I gonna like not? Am I gonna not be into it? Yeah. Am I gonna? Am I gonna start to retreat and find it, you know, boring? And mm. and it it didn't though. It didn't. It just kind of um, it. I started, you know, started dating after like the big breakup where I had to move out of uh, the the house that uh, mm-hmm. 
I mean, the girl we're living in, it's like I, I started dating like an adult for the first time, like right. going on dates and, 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 you know, dating people that I saw the difference between people that had their shit together mm. and then people that didn't. I remember there was this one girl, uh, she, uh, like she was really cute and she liked me and she was like, you know, like five years younger than me. Mm. And I was like, I was like, usually every woman I dated was like at least a little older than me. Mm. Um, a little older. Interesting. Yeah. Like the girl I was living the big breakup. That was like, she was three years older than me. Mm. And I, I dated a woman that was once um, 15 years older than me. Really? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah. I got a lot of stuff bought for me. That's for sure. <laughs> I, was, I was probably like 23 when it happened. And wow. Yeah, yeah, Where she, did you meet? through the comedy scene. Interesting. Is this someone I know? Uh, we can talk about it okay, off mic. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, you know, I started, I guess I started like dating like, some people that like own a house or some people that, and then there was this one girl that uh, it made me kind of, it really made me reassess dating because it's mm. like, she's like, oh, come over. And we, we came over and she was already like wasted and then like she was like, you know, smoking weed. Cute. And then, yeah. And it was just like her place was a mess and it mm. smelled bad. And yeah. and then like uh, we started uh, fooling around on her uh, bed. And then and this isn't her fault, but like water started leaking onto the bed. <laughs> and, and then she goes, she's like, uh, she's like, oh, fuck, not again. I go, what? And then <laughs> oh, no. she pushes the bed over and there's already a bucket there with water from before Whoa. when it happened. And, and it's, uh, you know, needless to say, uh, the mood was gone. <laughs> and, but then we fell asleep. And then the next morning, you know, she... Uh, she like immediately wakes up, smokes a bowl, and then she like grabs like a bottle of wine that was sitting in the corner and like takes her meds and pounds the wine and and uh, and then and then like yeah. I walk her out. She's got to go to work. And I'm walking her out to her car. And it's like this little shit box, and I'm not judging <laughs> any of this. It's just like it's like. Yeah, she was complaining about her situation. And I was like, well, you're not, like, it's like, this is just piles of shit. You, you know, you can clean this up. But I remember yeah. I walked into her car and then I was like, all right, see you later. And I started walking to my car and then I hear her trying to turn on her car and it's not turning on. So oh. I just quickly, I just quickly you ran. You drove away? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is kind of an asshole move. But... That's an asshole move. And I was just like, I was like, I don't, yeah, I, can't I can't deal with someone. I can't someone's... help her. I mean, I, maybe that's not that much of an asshole. I'm sure I would, would have done exactly that. Like, I don't want the rest of the day to be um to, to be this tending to your car and the oh god when you when you describe that apartment i was picturing um the the like eye replacement surgery room in minority report oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the sandwich and the <laughs> yeah and then you know there was a and then there was there were situations in that time too before Deanna and after that relationship that uh like where i was i was just yeah, n- yeah. nutty like i remember there was a girl that i met uh, at um, at a bar, and then like uh, like we we hung out a bunch, and we kind of mm-hmm. like I slept over at her place, and then she's like, "What are you doing today?" I was like, "You know, my friends are uh, my friends' bands playing at, pa- at Pappy and Harriet's in the desert, uh, and we're all gonna go there and spend the night in the motel there." And, uh, and I was just like, "You should come." <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Okay," and I was like, "Oh sh- shoot, okay." I, and she came along, and we drove out there, and then like like on the way out there. She said, she's like, well, I got to be at work at like nine tomorrow morning. Oh, no. I was like, oh, what? It's like three and a half hours away or something. Yeah, it's a long drive. (laughs) And it's just, I was like, oh, and my my friend was the one driving. I wasn't even driving. Yeah. And so he was like, what the, what's going on? Yeah, you are not going to be at work tomorrow. Yeah. And then like, uh, we all like, you know, partied and drank a bunch and, but I took shrooms (laughs) and then (laughs) I told her, I was like, hey, I took shrooms. She's like, why would you? Take shrooms. I was like, maybe because like this, you're making me very uncomfortable. 
<laughs> and maybe it's a, like it's this is me impulsively saying that I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, how did that end? What did she do? Did she? Well, we woke up in the morning, dropped her off at her place. Really? Yeah. At like, like you we got her left there? At, we left at like we didn't go to sleep. Oh, I, yeah. And then just went straight. And it was, and I felt bad. I was just like <laughs> I was like, but you know, there was so many. Just dumb, impulsive moves I did that just like adult. You know, it was the first time yeah, I was like yeah. dating people where I had money in a car, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it really did just show me, though, what I wanted uh, out of a relationship and what I, you know. Dating's what, important. It really is. It really is important to try out a bunch of different things and see what is important to you because it's different for everybody. It really is. And it's, uh, it's you know, and when, by the time I got to uh, like you know, going on a date with Deanna, it almost felt. I don't want. Then this seems like a derogatory, but it's not. It almost felt boring. <laughs> um, but it like, but because it felt so easy. Yeah, yeah. And there was no like, it's like what's the what's going to happen? Like, what are we going to? What craziness are we going to? You know, <laughs> like you know, there was one girl that like like that I went on a whim to uh, Mexico with. Mm. Like we met, and then like <laughs> that weekend uh, we went to Mexico mainly because I heard my ex was like going on a trip with some new guy all of a sudden, and I was just like, well, I'll show her with my life. <laughs> That won't be transparent at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, you know, went went down and uh, to Mexico with this girl I barely knew, and yeah, and it was like you know, real, but it was I was still a dork about it. You know, I was like, well, I got to get Mexican car insurance, and I got to make sure we have a nice place to stay. <laughs> and uh, but when I started seeing Deanna and, and how you know it just was like hanging out with a friend. Mm-hmm. And how important that is. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a you know the idea of that, you know, and I some some couples are like that where they have their different lives and they're together. But you know, with, with Deanna, it wasn't it it shooed away all the concepts of marriage and like long term relationships that I had seen on TV and movies. Well, it's like, mm. well, you know, I have poker night with the boys, and she's got her yeah. uh, knitting yeah. group. Uh, <laughs> Like the fact oh, that the like, ball and chain is yelling yeah, at me about the exa- yeah. yeah, and it's like the you know we but yeah we we joked around the same way we we talked we had the same kind of friends and yeah, you know, yeah. we had the same kind of you and know, that's not what rock. everyone values yeah it's interesting but yeah figuring out that that was what you wanted yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it was it was very important and and it's uh, yeah it's you know just still every day like it's like it sounds so cheesy when you hear it's like every day I wake up and I <laughs> but I do I wake up and I see her and I smile and Aww. it's like. It's the best. It's the best feeling, and I, yeah, I, you know, I, it's like, like I said, like all those other things that happen, all those mistakes, like made it so I can make an informed decision on who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Totally, I, um, yeah, I, I feel like I was very similar in that way. Like there was definitely a time, like in my twenties, especially, where I was, I was like always very into the idea of like love and romance and like all of that, like all the drama that comes with that mm-hmm. and all of the like what is this new person? What does their butt look like? Mm-hmm. Like all these <laughs> different things, uh, which like for, for a long time, like actually my favorite thing was seeing like a man walk to the bathroom naked after having sex because they just look like a giant baby. Just like the funny, <laughs> <laughs> just the awkwardness of yeah. like, like post clumsy sex, naked man. Yeah. Lightheaded. Uh, yeah. Drained. Yeah. <laughs> Drained. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was uh, like there, there was a point in my mid twenties where I was dating a lot of like I think the height of it was when I went out with a guy that was in a hair band. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I was not going to 
end up with him. And yeah. my friends were just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you like going out with, why this guy? He came to one of my shows at UCB, and everyone went backstage was like, did you see the guy that looks like David Bowie with like a giant <laughs> white mullet? What is, what do you think he's doing here? He looks really confused. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, mm, he's here for me. He's mine. <laughs> he's here for me. This specimen. <laughs> I uh, our first our first date, like we hung out like kind of I don't know for a couple of months, just very casually. And I our first date, we went to see Steel Panther. Oh yeah, that's a fun show. Yeah, it is fun. But he was watching it sincerely, and <laughs> and also like I was wearing a plaid shirt, and I joked and said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm wearing the colors of like the music that killed." <laughs> Your music, yeah. and he he very seriously was like, "Yeah, if you couldn't do that, what?" <laughs> so I would. How I would, old was this guy? Oh well, that's another thing. He told me he was twenty six, and this is when I was, I think, twenty five. He told me he was twenty six, and he was actually thirty six. Yeah, but he looked like he was twenty six. Well, and he also had two kids. He told me he had two kids that he had kind of like left in in Middle America, named oh something like. Angel and chastity, like something insane. Oh. Um, yeah, wow. he's an interesting guy. Uh, you, have you ever looked up and see what he's been up to? I have. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah, um, yeah. He's in a relationship with like some like some person. I think I think he's, like his band still performs. Um, yeah, he wrote a song about me. Mm. Yeah. How long did you date? I mean, it sounds like we went out for a really long time. It does, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we we both worked at one eight hundred dentist together. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, and so we were we were like hanging out for a few months, but in my head, we were always like, like I thought there was an understanding between us that we were just so different that like he came to that show and he was like, I don't get it, I don't like comedies, like yeah. he had no sense of humor. His favorite film was Van Wilder. Wow. <laughs> and even for a guy that age to have his favorite movie be a college movie of that era. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of had like a, like he would, he would, he would just eat frozen, one frozen pizza a day. And he had like an ins- insane ripped body for some reason. Well, if you're just eating that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could do that too, but I would end up having three pizzas a day. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, yeah, I think I would like eat the pizza with him and then. Though I, th- I think it was thinner at the time because I was hanging out with him and he didn't really eat very much. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he 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 one day like we were because we would carpool to and from work sometimes. And on the way back, he was like, hey, he's like, I really want to ask you to be my girlfriend. But like, I don't like that you have all these guy friends. So like if we can agree that you're going to stop having all these guy friends. Wow. And I was in like sketch groups and stuff. But I yeah. was, <laughs> and these are like my best friends who are still my best friends and I was like oh oh no no one both counts like, yeah I don't, I don't think that we should be together I don't yeah, yeah but we were, yeah. it was just fast just going out with and I, now I think I, maybe I was a, being a little callous in my how casual I was about the relationship but I don't know we never had emotional conversations or anything I just told my friends I was adventure dating I was yeah. like, I'm just seeing how this what this life, what this sunset strip <laughs> life <laughs> is. Um, he also brought me once to his ex-girlfriend's house because she was, like, upset. And we like he was like, oh, I need to go to my friend's house. And I was like, okay. And I, like, went with him and I walked inside and his girlfriend was, like, strung out. And, oh, it was so weird. And they just, like, sat down and, like, started talking and watching TV. And I was just like, what, what am I doing oh, with my That's life? really weird. Yeah. That was a dark, 
time. Yeah, but, um, you, you cool with this, babe? <laughs> yeah, but, like no, yeah, no acknowledgement uh, of me at all. I was just kind of wondering, though. I was thinking, you know, the whole comedian thing, like what a story. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. I'm just collecting stories. Yeah, that that that's such an. Uh, I mean, at least you have that. It's like yeah. you know, at least like as a comic, we all have the you know, just like well. Let me see. Yeah, what's yeah. right? It's yeah. like you almost relish when things don't go right. You're like, oh, it's easier yeah. to talk about now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Maybe because we're like always examining everything that happens, you can kind of like separate yourself from it in the moment and just be kind of an observer. Yeah. In in what what is happening? Um, though I probably I'm sure like in all those times I, I, I know multiple times I put myself in kind of dangerous situations, which I wish I wouldn't have. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for for the for the whole, for for you guys listening, Tony just, just clearly just saw a, a, a big montage of a bunch of unsafe situations that he doesn't want. To yeah, no, no. It's, I mean, even even like the Mexico thing. Like it's yeah. like I, I didn't really know her. I mean, she seemed nice and she was a friend of a friend. Mm. But it was just like I was like I don't I don't know that one that 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 was real. As you know, I don't want to get graphic, but it was mm. just like she was different at uh, uh, having sex than me. <laughs> that is the funniest way to say it. She was different at having sex than you. Uh, um, I don't even want you to explain it. I want people to just imagine what... She was different at having sex. She like... Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to... Say. But yeah, that's also a very funny thing about like casually dating and then just seeing how, how, like, yeah, how people approach things. And it seems like everyone assumes that their way of, pro- of approaching things is the way that everybody else... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like uh, everyone's everyone's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy thing, like it's um, about not having like any personal boundaries, and they, it's and knowing better and still going for something that's like not even not even like physically dangerous, but emotionally dangerous. Yeah. And you know that girl from high school that you know uh, like wrote the letter and everything like that. Three years later, I was on tour with a band. I uh, just roading for them, and we end up in Seattle where she was living, and she like proclaimed her love to me, and, uh, like and Whoa. and like I was like oh, and then I just stayed in Seattle for a couple of weeks hanging out with her, and then she like just like and then like a month went by and she was just done, right? And it was like yeah. that was like oh, I should have known better. Do you ever suspect, or did you ever suspect that that butt dial was not an accident? Oh, uh, her way of shooing me away. Mm, like her way of, and this was 100% me projecting mm-hmm. as someone who used to like, uh, like as as a teenager, just uh, would 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 do kind of like dramatic things like this, like, and I think I did actually like pretend to butt dial someone. Wow, no, yeah. you know, I never once thought about it that way. But just in a like she. I, like there, I I also had a phase where like I like the guy like if somebody liked me and I think a lot of people have this and I think like a lot of like adult men have this as well where you the idea of somebody liking you and then not liking you anymore is so painful like mm-hmm. you need you're insecure and you need somebody to you you really appreciate them uh, loving you and yeah. you get a, getting confidence from and you're just like siphoning their life energy it's like this vampiric yeah <laughs> yeah thing but like her I don't know but she did say like I don't I don't know or like maybe like a passive way of I don't know. The, the time that I did it was when someone had broken up with me and I pretended, and I don't know why, but I pretended 
that I was like at a poker game. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I didn't do like the other voices, but I was like interacting with people and I was like, yeah, like because there are other people at the poker game. And like and I and then I called him or like texted him. I was like, oh, sorry if I called you. And he was like, I didn't notice. You know? <laughs> so, which he totally did. But like, I think he totally saw through me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I always just I'm for, just saying that the, her professing her love later makes me think that like it was all maybe, part of the long know, game. She was, yeah, or no, just like insecure. The I don't know the the big yeah. ups and downs. I think we've all done weird shit when we're upset that someone doesn't feel the way that we want them to feel. Everybody's done some kind of like weird manipulative kooky thing. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I clearly like when I didn't want to break up with that girl that wanted me to, be, you know, like when yeah. I was the one I was living with, it's like, I I probably subconsciously did like so many terribly dumb things. I remember the, oh God, when it was, when it was done, like, and I was, uh, I just remember this where she was, you know, I was out, I moved, I like, I went and started staying with my friend Paul uh, and, uh, and like, she's like, are you going to get your stuff? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get my stuff. Thinking that like when I go get my stuff, She'll be there. We'll talk and we'll yeah, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I go, and she's like, not there. And she's like, she's like, oh, I got to stay late at work. And I was like, what was that? What was that mean? <laughs> and so uh, I go and I like pack up a bunch of my stuff, and she's not home yet. And I was just like, all right, well, you know, I'll clean up some of the stuff in here. And I started cleaning up. She's not home yet. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take out. And it was raining it too. I remember that. And uh, I, <laughs> I, um, I was like, I'm going to take out the garbage because that was something I was always real bad at. She would always have oh, to tell right. me to take out the garbage. I was like, I'm going to be taking out the garbage in the rain. In the rain, she's going to come home. The, the headlights are going to uh, hit me. I'm soaking wet. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm trying my best. <laughs> It started Your big you know, puppy dog eyes, and yeah. she's gonna realize what, that she's she's missing out on. Yeah, and I and I bring one trash can down the driveway. Look around; she's not around. <laughs> I bring the other one slower, even more precise. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. Third one, I bring it up. <laughs> nothing happening. I'm soaking wet. I pull. I pull one back. <laughs> <laughs> I pull it back and then I'm just waiting for headlights. I start to see headlights. I start to push it forward, not her car, back it back up. And uh and then like and then she saw, like she turned. It's also up. funny because you're literally holding garbage. I'm holding garbage. And I'm like and there was one time where I was pulling it back and she's like and that's when she walked up. She had parked on the street and noticed right. and she walked, she's like, Why are you bringing the trash can back in? Because <laughs> I love you. Because I've been along with you still. We should figure it out. Oh my goodness, that is very funny. I was a uh, guy broke up with me, and like I had for Valentine's Day, made him the previous Valentine's Day, like hand painted this like comic book about us, and I, I, I don't know why I thought it's like the like the little things where you're like they still love because you still love the person, yeah, and so you're like, well, they just have to see it, like they just they're you know, I went I went to his house and I I was like, hey, like can I come by to like. Uh, get my get that book I need that book and he was like okay like I thought he wouldn't want to give it back to me and then I came to his apartment and I was like well this is the this is the chance Uh, I remember I was wearing like um you know that uh, Animal House College shirt yeah yeah but I cut like a 
like a neckline in it so he so my boobs yeah were like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, to make yeah. it sexy like a oh like yeah. i'm just one of the guys but i'll fuck <laughs> like that sort of <laughs> thing just let me be in my life you won't even notice i'm there yeah. uh, <laughs> so lame uh glad i'm past the my one one of the guys phase but yeah. i uh yeah i knocked on the door and he just opened it i was like hey here you go and like totally he was totally pleasant and like it wasn't a thing and just handed it to me and then it was like see ya and just closed oh, <laughs> close the door and then I I just then I was like I don't want this book why do I don't yeah. want this <laughs> like, also oh, oh. So, so transparent like why would I need that gift back why would I want it why would I <laughs> I, I like um, she wanted to just meet up a couple months after we had broken up and just to catch up and I totally right. told her it was totally fine and yeah and oh, no. uh and I like I, that day I got uh I got a haircut I got Aww. a fucking manicure you got a manicure yeah <laughs> I got a manicure because my like my fingernails are always long and cruddy, and like I was yeah. like I'm gonna like you know I got a new shirt, and like <laughs> and she came and could have not been more clinical, yeah, and then also had mail for me like awesome oh, you, you no. got to change your thing and and you're like I please don't give it back I want you to still have my mail I want you to yeah and it, and it was only it's erase like, me I, like I guess it's just you know for me it was like emotional rock climbing like I needed mm. to find a new crush. Uh, to you know, extinguish the the former flame. Yeah, and like I just yeah. like I, I you know, and that's and that's what I realized. It's like I could really string m- m- you know large chunks of my life together with who I had a crush on at that time. You know, yeah, when, when I was yeah. when I was uh, you know uh, my friend, uh, you know, like I just like a friend when I moved out here and I met this girl who was really cool. Mm-hmm. I had a crush on her until I started, uh, you know, uh, like was with a group of friends and kind of buddied up with some other girl. Had a crush on her. Nothing ever happened with any of these people. Yeah, yeah. I moved to uh, or I, I, uh, I started working at the ArcLight. There's a girl there, huge crush on her. Uh, <laughs> I go to New York for two months, have a crush on a girl there that I work with. Uh, uh, get back, restart the crush on the girl from the movie theater, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. And it's. What, what, what do you think that is? Because I'm the same way, and sometimes I feel insecure. I feel bad about that. Like, what, like, can I just not? Does everything have to be defined by my other feelings? Yeah, or I, feelings on some about. Something? And that's that's that was my concern. I was like, do I always need to have this unrequited love because it's just like my glasses? Was it a identity mm-hmm. that I bestowed upon myself as the the lonely nerd? You know, and right. uh, and I realized as I was getting closer to my 30s I was just like I was like I can see where the lonely nerd can become the angry nerd mm-hmm. and that's like and you know that's when guys start to get shitty towards women I think yeah. it's just like they're just like it's like it's like you're not you're not you you're not an individual anymore you're just a representative of the massive amounts of shit that I've you know yeah. been given from women my entire life yeah and it's you cannot do that because it's just it's like you know it's such a crazy way to like put a whole, you know, um, like fulfilling prof- self fulfilling prophecy on, you know, yeah. a, a entire species. Yeah, I made I made the mistake of like looking, I don't know, on Reddit or something. After Dan and I got divorced, there was this whole thread that was like, "This is what you get for marrying a woman." <laughs> <laughs> Just like all God. all this pile, all like such angry angry stuff. Really? Like, yeah, like like <laughs> pointing out like, oh well, you, you could see how. 
you know, when they started dating, she was like thinner, and then she got fat, and then she got, and then she got thin again. So she clearly was cheating on him, like oh, all, geez. all this like really angry, super angry stuff. And of course, and I, those guys are gonna like side with the guy, you know, no matter what the situation. Oh yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, they, they, like they have no idea the details of it. They have no idea and they the have details. No, no idea what like like Dan and their eyes like is them and yeah exactly they've they've projected themselves onto the situation and go yeah of course yeah you know and it's self-fulfilled yeah. not to mention that no one ever knows what really is going on between two people except for those two people yeah <laughs> so no it's insane and i think like you like what how do you deal like you're talking about like the angry nerds and like you you're on a lot of shows and stuff where they're a huge huge self-identified like nerd audience like how do you how do you deal with like interacting with those people and like their do you do you ever feel like you want to kind of evangelize to them about being cooler or you know it's, I, I know do it's a big question <laughs> well I want to I mean you know when I, when I took over when I became the host of Mr. Science Theater I mean I knew for you know there was no doubt that people were going to be upset about it right just the way, the way I remember being upset when Mike took over for Joel in, mm. in the 90s. <clears throat> and there's a thing I realize is like, they they hate me because they are me. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, and, I, and, and, and for me, I understand it. Like, I yeah. understand, like, it's like, that's kind of part of the fun of just like, it's, it's just, like, you shit on stuff. It's like, it's fun when you're younger. And mm. it's, uh, and I mm. get it. And I try not to take it personally. Uh, unless, you know, some just tweets at me saying like I, I ruined the show and I'm terrible and I go well that's just them lashing out right. uh, but uh, you know I look like a lot of these guys yeah yeah every time I get like a bad review or something I go I look at the person I go oh you you kind of look like me and you're right. trying to do comedy and yeah yeah um, is there any is there anything that you get that like that like stings like is there any like like does anything hurt you anymore <laughs> does it, do all. you bleed yeah no it, it all it all it's like you know some guy yesterday, I think, was saying that he's like, "Oh, the new MST3K is just so, uh, so hollow and corporatized." And I, and I said, "I was like, how dare you? A lot of and I was just like, not even for me. A lot of people poured their heart and souls into this, uh, these episodes, yeah. and building these little things and building these props and having fun and and being, you know, really everyone was really awesome to each other. To say that it's, you know, heartless and it's soulless. Such a fucking dark part of nerd culture. This just loving to shit on stuff and feeling like they own everything and own every franchise. And it's like this this thing that you are. <laughs> it's not your work. Yeah. It's other people's work even. Yeah. And uh And you it's know. also not your child that's being yeah. dressed up in like <laughs> clothes that you don't like or whatever. Like it's yeah. just and like it, things or find the things you like. Find Stop th- liking hate to hate it. Yeah. But there's a there's a sort of um you know, cultural idea that if you're shitting on something, it means you probably know more. Yeah. And it's, yeah. A, it's like, I like that movie. <laughs> yeah, you would, because you never saw what it was clearly derivative <laughs> of, a, you know, it's it, what it hurts. That's how I felt when I walked out of Prometheus and I turned to Rob Schraub and everyone else and I was like, wasn't that? And they're like, terrible. And I was like, oh, yep, that's what I was going to say, because I actually loved it. <laughs> and I was Deanna, the only Deanna one. and I had the same experience with the same movie. We're really? walking out and I was like, that was fun. And then Ryan Ridley <laughs> goes like, Wow. Uh, and, and, that, that seems like I hate Ryan Ridley. No, I, I love Ryan Ridley. Yeah. And he wasn't wrong, like when he pointed right, out all the, yeah, the yeah, holes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just like it's like I go to movies to have fun. Yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah. and I uh, it's I, I 
and it's not it's not perfect, but like right. let it sink in, let it you know have some fun with it. Yeah, I think I also especially love movies with any kind of goo. Like I love like yeah. Ninja Turtles and like any <laughs> any flubber. goo. F- yeah, I love yeah, flubber. Yeah, yeah. I love goo goo based. F- yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Goo genre. The stuff, the blob. <laughs> um, Ghostbusters two. Yeah. Did you say Ghostbusters too? I did not. Okay. Well. Yeah, but no, I love that too. Yeah, so um, Slimer would be one of my my favorite characters yeah. of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and I love cum. I love cum. Woo. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I do I do think about like uh, it's like whenever I get like an insult, I kind of go, yeah, it's I, I I get it. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't not hurt. Sure. But it's uh, but I'm you know, like I, you I'm, know that it's not about literally about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've I've known stuff that I've said without really thinking about it before, mm. you know, shitting mm-hmm. on someone else's thing, and right, right, right. Like, and you know, I just kind of, I, 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 I try to let it roll off the, my back. But it, it was stepping into a hornet's nest uh, when yeah. it was announced. I was just like, wow, people are really upset about this hipster that's going to ruin their their childhood. <laughs> well, you're great at it. Thanks. I love that. <laughs> I think it's really wonderful and great I'm, yeah and people love it no, yeah people It's it's been overwhelmingly positive oh uh, will you say hi to my friend Seamus Hanley hi Seamus Hanley <laughs> he loves it <laughs> oh that's great yeah. thanks Seamus you, I'm assuming this is one Irish? of your Irish friends <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the names of all the Irish people. Like, like, yeah, I haven't, haven't got over all that stuff. And you guys should come out to Ireland. I'll show yeah. you around. No, we yeah, definitely yeah. will. It's funny. I was just watching an episode of a, a Catastrophe where like it's like, hey, I want to send something. Uh, where are you staying in uh, Ireland? He's like, I don't know. They don't use addresses. It's, it's Which next they to- actually don't. It's so confusing they don't? to me. Yeah, well, they do. I mean, they do. But like not like zip codes are, postal codes are, are a really new thing. Oh, wow. And like just because it's such a s- small place and people know where everything is, like sometimes there just won't be an address. You just yeah. need to know. When I volunteer, Yeah, when I volunteered on a farm, the address was just the name of the house. Like the house wow. had a name. And I was just meant to find it yeah. somehow. <laughs> and when I got there I said to the to the to the farmer um who owned this manor and it was like interesting old man and I said, I I, I it took me a while to, to find it. It's confusing. I couldn't find the address. And he was like, oh, that's, he said, sometimes people don't find it and then they just don't volunteer here. And I was wow. like, wow. Okay. That's <laughs> so crazy. it's like kind of like a litmus test for litmus. Yeah, yeah. Litmus. 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 Yeah. Bechtel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he talked to me about the Bechtel trust. Yeah. I was like, "This is not what I would expect." A pretty woke Irish yeah. farmer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They are pretty. They're pretty woke in Ireland. First country to vote in gay marriage by popular vote. Really? Yeah. The Catholic Ireland. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, because you know the people. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole complicated thing, and I feel very self conscious talking about it while uh, while there's an Irish person in the recording booth listening. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but if he wasn't here, I would explain to you all about it. No, the people are very the the people are progressive. Yeah, the people are really progressive, and it's this fight to get rid of this this old government and yeah 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 abortion is still illegal, but they're working on that. So crazy. So they'll they'll let two guys marry, but if a woman wants to make a choice, oh no, fuck, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But people are like very actively um, fighting for that, and uh, yeah, it'll happen. Repeal the eighth. Is that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, repeal the eighth. Um, cool. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks for having me. It was wonderful. Oh, one last question. Um, and. 
this is not a this is not a I, I went to before I asked this question if you're listening to this podcast for the first time this is certainly not a like how to get married uh, question <laughs> but I just wanted to know when did you think no <laughs> when did you know you wanted to marry Deanna um let me I, ask that in a not gross way. When did you know you wanted to, <laughs> to marry your wife, Deanna? Uh, it was, um, I had broken my arm while shooting Jonah's Arcade. I, Say uh, no more. Thank you so much for <laughs> <laughs> I'd broken my arm and uh, it was really painful and I was getting sick at the same time. And I went to go stay, I, I spent the night at Deanna's apartment and she drew me a bath uh, <laughs> and put some Epsom salt in it. And um, as I was... Uh, like feeling really wobbly and sore. Um, I was, uh, she was helping me into the tub yeah. when I, like my foot slipped out from the Epsom salt. And then with my broken like elbow, like I shot out my hand to like break my fall yeah. and landed on it and and then like twisted and the, the towel that I was in came off. Cause it was still early. Like I'm not just gonna be like naked, gross naked right. in front of my new girlfriend. <laughs> but then I, I twisted my body and then I just landed on the edge of the tub, like splayed out, <laughs> like, you know, half my body in the tub, half my body next to the toilet. And I'm just like, it's the most unattractive like position for a man, just spread open, like folded open backwards. Yeah. And like, I started, I was just screaming in pain because of my, how bad I hurt my elbow. And, uh, and it was just in that position. And she was like, she's like, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. And to put a towel over my shame. Uh, (laughs) and then like, kind of, you know, just was so sweet Mm. and just, it didn't bat an eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, at how, at this dumb, gross, Like me just going, fuck, fuck, like, you know, just like, you know, like just screaming yeah. in pain. And um, and I just kind of, I, 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 when that happened, I remember just thinking like, it's like, and she cracked a joke and I can't remember the joke, but like she you know, made a joke and mm. made me laugh and it made me feel better. And it like, it, it was genuinely funny and sweet and awesome. And like, I, I kind of was like, what is, this is <laughs> so fantastic. Yeah. You know, cause it was, it was like everything. It was, it was everything she, you know, everything she's amazing at just all at once. Like mm. just in this moment uh, where <laughs> I was at my worst. Yeah. And uh, if she can like come back from like you know me being terrible and her just like you know reflecting it in in this beautiful way i was like well then that's pro- that's that's when i started thinking about it. i was like oh i might just be with this girl for the rest of my yeah, life yeah yeah oh man that's so sweet i'm so glad i asked yeah <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for being on the podcast thanks for having me yay and that was my talk with Jonah Ray. You can find Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. And I highly recommend you watch Hidden America on CISO. I saw the first episode of the second season and it is super, super funny and perfect. I love it. It's so, so good. Uh, you can also find him on Twitter at Jonah Ray. Uh, I'm going to be posting a picture, I believe, of Jonah and Deanna from my birthday party years and years ago where they are dressed like gangsters because it was a, I think they're dressed like gangsters. I had a 1920s murder mystery birthday party and um, I'm going to post pictures from that on the This Feels Terrible Instagram. Uh, Also, Here's some news. I am doing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year. Uh, For all of August, I am doing a one-woman murder mystery. You heard that right. A one-woman murder mystery called Murder Town at the Rose Theater 
in Edinburgh through the Gilded Balloon. Um, you can learn more about that. I'm going to be playing a bunch of characters. It's a it's a show. I've been doing I've been doing shows where I have where I've been like playing myself, and they were more storytelling type shows for the last couple of years. And this is me kind of returning to something I love doing, which is a character comedy. And maybe it will go well. <laughs> I hope it will. Um, yeah, it should be good. I'm. I um, the hesitation in my voice is just me being excited and nervous about it. But um, it's a small theater, so if you are going to Edinburgh, buy tickets for it now. I would really love to see you there, and um, we can chat after about the podcast or whatever else. Uh, you can find tickets for that. Um, on a link on my Twitter. So go to at Aaron McGathy and um, yeah, please, please buy tickets for that. Please, 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 please. Um, would like friendly people in the audience. And uh, yeah, you can email this podcast. Um, this feels terrible at gmail.com. Thank you so much for, I got so many beautiful emails after last episode that I really, really appreciated. So thank you so much for those. That was so, so nice of you. Um, and you can send in your love advice questions. Uh, I'm doing more love advice answer shows. I recorded one with a bunch of your questions uh, while I was in Los Angeles. And that is coming soon. But if you have a love advice question, try to keep it as short as possible. Um, just so it's easier to understand and read on the podcast and put terrible advice in the subject line. And that's it. You guys are great. Stay strong. Uh, be brave. Be, be kind. Make Ath Attack. We need small businesses. And right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever.